What's up, guys? Um, so uh, I just want to come on here and thank you guys for all the messages that we got on Facebook. Uh, Kirby and I did an episode on Sunday. And, um, you know, we originally were going to uh, just do the whole episode. on It was a Ripcast Chaos. We are just going to talk football, uh, Super Bowl coming up, Kansas City Chiefs, Kirby's 49ers. Uh, we did get that in there in the second half. Um, but the whole show was going to be about that. Uh, but unfortunately... Uh, we got the news about Kobe Bryant, a tragic accident, killed in a helicopter accident. And, um, you know, his, his daughter, Gianna, uh, 13 years old, killed, and then uh, seven others on board. I mean, other families were affected. Um, yeah, it was, it, was, uh, it was terrible. I mean, um, you know, you're never going to forget where you're at when you heard the news. I know I was in studio just getting ready to record with Kirby and we got um, Jason sent us a, um, a message in our group chat with a link, um, you know, a link to TMZ and uh, originally couldn't get it to work. And so I thought maybe it was just, you know, hacked, faked, whatever, you know, um, I figured maybe TMZ was taking it down because somebody hacked them. I uh, went on Twitter quickly. It wouldn't load right for me. So I was like, man, what the heck? But here, apparently everybody was doing the same thing. Uh, eventually got it. Uh, eventually Twitter was working. And unfortunately it was trending. I was scared to click into that. But um, yeah, when you did, you you read the horrible news. You couldn't believe it. Um, you know, there was a lot of misinformation out there at first. You know, you heard all of his daughters were on board, all four. Um and then that uh, turned out not to be true. So you're kind of holding on to hope. Well, maybe it's tr maybe it's not true that Kobe was there. Maybe it was just one of the helicopters that he always uses, you know. Uh, and they assume he was on there. Uh, but then it was confirmed, and man, I was it was just terrible. Uh, so we talked about it on Sunday a bit, and it it really for me it didn't hit until um, really last night. I mean, uh, I was starting to you know, dig through the internet, get some information on YouTube. I was on there. Uh, TNT had a, uh, a staple center or center court. Uh, and they had Shaq talking about Kobe and boy, Shaq was devastated. And Jerry West, Shaq and Jerry West. I don't care who you are. You watch that. You watch those and you're, you're going to choke up. Um, Derek Fisher was there along with Rick Fox, uh, Rick Fox, who was originally reported to be on that helicopter um, uh, and that turned out to be false and, and, and Rick was there telling his stories and, um, everybody's just devastated and, um, and not just the NBA community or sports world. I, it's, it's every, it's, it's worldwide and I don't care who you are. Uh, you may not like sports or whatever. It's still, I mean, when you hear the story, it affects you. I mean, you know, if you're a parent, you have a daughter like I do, I mean, it just hits you. You know, and, um, you know, you don't want to go, you don't want a, a day to go by, you know, without letting them know that you love them, you know, your loved ones, um, and reach out to people that you may have not talked to in a while. You know, that's what Shaq was saying last night. You know, if, if we're going to get anything out of this, maybe it's that. Um, so yeah, that was really tough. Um, and then I was watching, uh, stuff on YouTube, uh, interviews. They, they interviewed a former pilot of Kobe's, uh, that worked for this company where Kobe got the helicopters. Uh, I guess where he rented them or whatever. Um, so he, he, um, 
was a pilot for Kobe between uh, 2014 and 2016. Uh, he took Kobe to his very last game, the retirement game. Um, you know, he gave you some information about the helicopter, um, about Kobe. Um, he, he told a, he has a, he, he was showing a flight log of all the times he took Kobe and stuff. Cause they got to keep all track of all this stuff and where they went and all this other stuff. Um, and he told a, a, a cool little story where Kobe and they, they noticed, uh, as they're flying home, they noticed sharks in the ocean. You could see the fins and, and he said, Hey, is it possible we get a little closer? And he was like, yeah, I can get a little closer for you guys. And he was showing his kid the shark fins in the ocean. Um, but it's a good interview. It's almost a 20 minute interview. It's up on YouTube. You just type in Kobe pilot. I'm sure it'll come up, you know, and then I see, uh, and the, they did a press conference of the, the people investigating the crash site NTSB. Um, they gave an, a press conference and the lady was talking and, um, she mentioned, which I did not know this. And I assumed it was on a helicopter. Um, I always thought that these helicopters, especially today can detect a mountain like, Oh, there's a mountain there. We got to go up higher to avoid it. And I, and I forget the term they use, but it was like a terrain direct detector or terrain guidance or something. And, and it's not equipped with it, but yet, um, the NTSB, uh, these guys are, have been recommending to the FAA that, uh, helicopters this size that carry so many more, like I, this, I think this could fit like 10 passengers. Um, anything that size should have, this on there like terrain detector guidance and um they've been recommending it and it just hasn't been a requirement yet so if anything maybe you know maybe uh, you know silver lining and everything maybe you know we could save future lives here by making this a requirement throwing on the helicopter i don't know how all that works obviously cost shouldn't even be a factor saving lives um you know can it be retrofitted on there easily i don't know but uh, i'm sure it can if the you know recommending it be put on um you know and i'm not does the newer helicopters have i just watched a thing where um they have like a helicopter convention it's like you know when you guys go to a hobby show or something there's, there's, there's a convention with helicopters and guys are walking around like a car show you're walking around to different helicopters, looking at them, looking inside of them, stuff. I'm like, wow, this is crazy. Um, so I'm learning a lot about that stuff. Um, learned about a lot of the, you know, the helicopter that Kobe was in. Um, you know, it was it was like the limousine of helicopters. Um, I know the reporter asked the former pilot, like, hey, you know, this was a 1991 helicopter. Why so old? And you know, this guy's like, Hey, look, that's not all. It, it's, it, that's not a big deal. It's not an issue because, you know, these things are, they have regular service intervals and it's not just like getting your oil changing going. It's like thoroughly inspected and everything replaced that needs to be replaced. It's like crazy. He said, and so that he said, that's not even an issue at all. Um, so it didn't matter. Like, that it was a 1991 helicopter. So, and it had an excellent track record to begin with. Um, so what happened? Um, everybody's speculating that it was because of the fog. Um, it seemed like maybe he got into the fog and got kind of disoriented and lost. 
Um, there's a video out there of him circling this guy's house for like 10 minutes. Uh, from, now, from what I'm hearing is that they, they told the, uh, the pilot, hey, you got to circle because there's, uh, I think there was other aircraft in the area. So he had to circle a little bit until he can go. Uh, it also had something to do with weather. They had to make sure they can locate him and stuff. Um, but there's a video out there of uh, Kobe's helicopter circling. And this guy has a video of it. And it's just, man, when you watch that, you're thinking, you know, man, that, you know, there they are up there. And pretty soon they're going to be gone. And it's like, it's so crazy to watch that. I think I've watched it more, you know, more than uh, multiple times I watched that. It was just nuts. Um, yeah, so uh, this former pilot was saying, like, you know, he does, he, you know, it would have to be something very catastrophic for this thing to fail. So he doesn't believe it was mechanical, but you know, you don't know. I mean, there's no black box on this thing. Um, I don't know why that is, but there wasn't. And so they have nothing to go by there, they don't have no audio. Um, they did find some items like the iPad and uh, I think a laptop and they're going to see if they can pull anything from that. Um, because I, I noticed on, I think in one of the photos I saw, they had like an iPad, uh, not necessarily that helicopter, but they had like an iPad in the corner or a tablet. So I guess maybe they have that hooked up to something and they found that. So they're going to see what they can get from that. Uh, but the NTSB was saying like, this could be, you know, easily over a year before they be, you know, get their findings. And they take this, uh, they go to the crash site, they take everything, they piece everything back together somewhere. It's just, you know, the whole helicopter back together. It's like crazy um, how they do this stuff. And it's amazing. And, um, you know, and then today more information came out. Um, you know, they recovered all the bodies. Uh, you know, I think it was, uh, you know, they gave out all the names of the people that were involved in, in the accident and, and the faces to them and, you know, pictures. And it just really hit. So, yeah, it's crazy. And I guess, you, you know, you want to find out what really happened so you can prevent this from happening again. And if it happens to be where, hey, you know, they were in fog, they couldn't see where they're going, and they hit the mountain, um, then these things need to be, you know, able to d detect that. You, you can't just have this going on anymore. FAA needs to make it a regulation where, you know, you, hey, you got to have this on there and that's it, period. Save lives. Who cares how much it costs or what it takes to put one on? Um, so, yeah, um, you know, they're on their way to Mamba Academy. Um, if you want to research that, you can. Very nice facility for basketball. Uh, it's Kobe's facility, of course. Uh, they're on their way there for a game. And, and that's the thing about Kobe. Like, he he just gave back. You know, he didn't just retire, take his money, and go. He was always involved in the community, giving back to Los Angeles, giving back to the kids in the area. And then, you know, his, his uh, daughter, Gianna, really showed an interest in basketball. And he's like, let's roll with it. Let's go. And, and then, like, Someone said last night, you could see the renewed interest in him. Like he was fine with being like a businessman now and sort of taking a backseat to basketball. But then when Gianna got interested in basketball, it's like the it lit the fire again. And when you go on YouTube, you can watch the videos of Gianna and stuff. And, and you can see it. I mean, you can see Gianna was just like Kobe. 
Uh, she was going to be great. And uh, she, she would have been great in college and in WNBA Olympics. Um, that's a shame. So, yeah, I, I just wanted to say thanks, everybody. Um, uh, got messages after the show and from friends that contacted me. Uh, everybody knows I was a, I'm a big Laker fan going way back. I mentioned this on the other pod. It, since 1983, I made a bet with a kid in school. In 19 to 10 years old, I was. And he said, hey, I'm going to make a bet with you. Bet, bet you a chocolate milk that the 76ers win. I said, well, who are they playing? He said, the Lakers. I said, all right. I didn't even follow basketball. And so then after that, I kept checking the paper and to see if the Lakers won. Obviously, the Lakers lost. I had to ask my dad for some money to buy his kid a chocolate milk. <laughs> um, but then after 83, I, I just followed the Lakers all the way and all the way up to now. I mean, I just, that's, you know, in school, if I wasn't wearing anything like Trinity, sure, I was always wearing the Lakers. I had a, you know, if I had a Trinity shirt on, I had my Lakers jacket on, um, I had Lakers hat on. Um, I was just all Lakers all the time. And Lakers and RC cars, that's what I did. Um, and I always watch the games. I, man, after I got a satellite at home in 1987, I don't think I missed, missed a game at all. I used to get the KTLA, KTLA feed on a satellite. This is back in the day before NBA ticket. I used to watch West Coast games easily, just get into their West Coast feed. Um, and you'd watch the NBA that way. Um, so, and now you have the NBA ticket. You can watch every game. That's what I did with Kobe. Got the DirecTV. Um, I got DirecTV right when they originally got Shaq, and then we drafted Kobe too. And I was like, you know, I free agency. I wanted Shaq so bad. I couldn't. Uh, I was so nervous that we weren't going to get Shaq. We finally got him and uh, got myself DirecTV, NBA tickets. So I could watch everything. Uh, so I rarely missed a game, guys. And I'm not lying when I said I, uh, man. It was a long stretch, the many years where I didn't miss a game. But uh, but like I said, this is bigger than basketball. And uh, uh, he's definitely going to be missed. Uh, everybody's going to miss. It's it's terrible. Um, and I feel bad for the families, all the families involved. Um, and hopefully, you know, like I said earlier, hopefully something good could come out of it, you know, Contact friends and family that you haven't spoke to in a while. Tell them you love them, whatever. Um, and just be maybe a little bit more aware of your surroundings and be careful out there. Whatever. Um, actually, Vanessa Bryant just posted on Instagram. She posted a photo of the whole family. And she did a very long post here um, saying... <clears throat> My girls and I want to thank the millions of people who've shown support and love during this horrific time. Thank you for all the prayers. We definitely need them. We are completely devastated by the sudden loss of adoring husband, Kobe, the amazing father of our children, and my beautiful, sweet Gianna, a loving, thoughtful, and wonderful daughter and amazing sister to Natalia, Bianca, and Capri. We are also devastated for the families who lost their loved ones on Sunday, and we share in their grief intimately. There aren't enough words to describe our pain right now. I take comfort in knowing that Kobe and Gigi both knew that they were so deeply loved. We were so incredibly blessed to have them in our lives. I wish they were here for us forever. They were our beautiful blessings taken from us too soon. I'm not sure what our lives hold beyond today, and it's impossible to imagine life without them. 
But we wake up each day trying to keep pushing because Kobe and our baby girl, Gigi, are shining on us to light the way. Our love for them is endless, and that's to say immeasurable. I just wish I could hug them, kiss them, and bless them. Have them here with us forever. Thank you for sharing your joy, your grief, and your support with us. We ask that you grant us the respect and privacy we need to navigate this new reality. To honor our team Mamba family, the Mamba Sports Foundation has set up the Mamba on 3 Fund to help support the other families affected by this tragedy. To donate, please go to mambaon3.org. And that's spelled out, mambaon3.org. To further Kobe and Gianna's legacy in youth sports, please visit Mamba's to further Kobe and Gianna's legacy in youth sports, please visit mambasportsfoundation.org. And then she goes on to say, thank you so much for lifting us up in your prayers and for loving Kobe, Gigi, Natalia, Bianca Capri, and me. Hashtag Mamba. Hashtag Mamba's, Mambasita. She's that. Hashtag girl's dad. Hashtag daddy's girls. Hashtag family. And Vanessa just posted that about an hour ago. So, yeah, um, you can go to, again, that's uh, to donate to the other families affected. That's mambaon3.org. And to further Kobe Gianna's legacy in youth sports, visit mambasportsfoundation.org. All right, guys. Um, That is it for now. I just, again, I just wanted to thank everybody and, um, and we will catch you on the next episode. Um, hopefully get back to normal here next week. Uh, Jason can come on the show talking about the Reedy race. Um, and we got stuff to give away from the Reedy race for you guys. And, uh, we appreciate every one of you. Uh, stay safe out there and, uh, good luck racing. We'll see you guys.